This is Glenn Crooks on Frame. On Wednesday, May the 18th, Anton Tinnerholm made his radio commentary debut next to me on the New York City FC Network, filling in for Maddie Lawrence. The NYCFC fullback still recovering from Achilles surgery. He'll be returning to competition soon, which is one of the things he shared during our time together at Audi Field. What you'll hear for the next 17 minutes or so, Anton's commentary, including a timetable for his return, playing on the road and the pregame tactics against DC United, his description of goals by Alexander Collins and Tati Castellanos, his disdain for second assists, his thoughts on Collins along with teammates Alfredo Morales, Keaton Parks, and Nico Acevedo, set-piece organization, defending with a two-goal lead, referee communication and his thoughts on Chris Penso, who was in the middle for this game, Maxime Cheneau's end-of-game tactics, and then finally, Anton's future with the club. Here now a compilation of Anton Tinnerholm's commentary for New York City FC's 2-0 win over DC United in the nation's capital. Now is the yeah the last stop before I can uh, go into the pitch uh, for real. Uh, I mean it's been a it's been a long journey, uh, but I'm almost there, and uh, I think uh, now in the end it's uh, it's quite tough to be honest to to be on the sideline especially like today uh, you go into the locker room today see the guys and uh, they, they start their preparation and everything like that and, and you just want to be part of it but uh, yeah i'm sitting here with you it's it's, it's not too bad but i i'd rather be on the pitch to be honest <laughs> we'd, and, uh, we'd rather see you on the pitch yeah it's so uh, what is it like during the course of the week so what i the most recent practice i went to you were playing 5v2 you were in the middle defending holding a penny but no tackles you're not you're not permitted to have contact yet, right? That's correct. Um, I'm I'm playing. Uh, I'm training with the team uh, most of the time right now. Um, so so what I'm doing is yeah, the warm up, the the, the boxes, uh, some some possession and some some passing drills. Uh, I haven't been in like eleven versus eleven, but um, mm -hmm. I'm starting to get into five v five now as well. So I'm I'm feeling I'm I'm pretty close, uh, and, and I'm not worried for my injury to be honest. Uh, they, they say it's uh, Bigger risk to rupture the, the other Achilles than than my than uh, the one I did uh, seven and a half months ago. So I, I'm not afraid at all, and uh, I think that's uh, that's really important uh, for my mental status. You know, to to go onto the pitch and feeling I'm I'm scared. It, you can't have it like that. So. No, you can't. So what is the 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 medical analysis that will permit you to have contact and play again? What 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 has to happen between now and then? So uh, we we play uh, Minnesota, I think twenty eighth, and then we have a little bit break after that. And uh, as soon as we come back after that uh, mini break, then I'm gonna have my final test. Uh, and so hopefully I can start in full training. But what's your uh, your educated guess as to when you'll be able to uh, compete? What would you think? In in realistic, I, I think I should be back in one and a half months. Uh, that's that's the goal. Uh, the doctor said it's uh, far ahead of schedule. Uh, they said up to 12 months at first. Uh, now, if I can be back in the start of July or, or late June, then then it's um, closer to nine and or eight and a half months. Playing away in this league, it's. I mean, DC is not the longest trip, but it's still a still a flight, and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and could be like different uh, grass. It could be different like uh, weather. It, it's a lot of things who's like different in this country. When I when I played in Sweden, it was more like a bus uh, for like three or four hours, and, and then you play there, and it's quite the same wherever you went. But uh, here you can 
fly some some games you fly like five six hours and it could be hot as yeah you know right so uh, it's so, hot no the different climates different uh, time zones yeah uh, and, and some and then teams you get into is, this. i think that some teams is it's different when they're playing home versus away especially mm-hmm. playing in yankee stadium then a lot of teams getting scared and at home <laughs> they they got nothing to lose so it's different playing home versus away scared at yankee stadium it's intimate why is it intimidating to play yankee stadium no one want to play there you know yeah i talked to so many opponents and no one want to go there and play and that's what we like that's good yeah, normally they they play free for free, so it's uh, quite a tough formation to play against, especially for me, like a fullback. Uh, they getting pretty high with their fullbacks. Uh, it always depends how f- high their fullbacks are if they're playing like a winger or a fullback. So, but there is space in, be- in behind them. That's what we have been talking about uh, in the locker room to to find the space in in behind, especially quick. Headed it out for the first corner of the game taken by Santi Rodriguez. He'll play it back to Gloucester. Spins it into the front post. Here's a shot and a goal. And it's Alexander Collins. Collins loves to get forward. Is always there off the set pieces. So a rehearsed play from New York City FC. Rodriguez playing short to Gloucester. He spun in a beautiful cross and flashing to the front post. Collins and New York City takes the early lead just six minutes in at Audi Field. Yeah, it was a was a good goal. We we taking advantage of uh, of them uh, st- standing with one guy high, and uh, we can uh, be smart in that situation and, and play Chris and uh, hit a uh, cross from a better position than a corner. And then uh, yeah, if you leave Kyans free in in uh, the the five meters, that, that then it's uh, definitely a goal. So uh, yeah, a good one. New York City up one nil on the Alexander Collins goal off a corner kick. Uh, Collins finishing in the fifth minute. Gloucester and Santi Rodriguez both earning the assist for Rodriguez. His sixth assist of the season. He's in the top five in the league in that department. Yeah, uh, it's a little bit different how you count assists in this league, though. For, well, for the me, double that, assist is yeah. crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, I don't really get that. That that's not how you yeah. count an assist. That that's hockey for me. But uh, well, Maddie and Lawrence and I have discussed that frequently. It's uh, yeah, and especially how you do the rest. Do you of remember Tiago Martins got an assist? playing a square ball to Alfredo Morales who served a beautiful ball in the Eber for the goal at Toronto but Martins got an assist on that yeah and that's hockey for me that you play a ball <laughs> on your own half and then two other guys do, do something so uh, you have to check in on that system uh, because the rest of the world you don't do that so I don't know why you're doing it here it's like keeping the old penalties you have here you have to go go through with, uh, with a new system with assist as well so uh, uh, yeah, for me, that's not an assist. So that's something you have to brought up to next year, how you count assist. All right. I'll, I'll continue to uh, to press the situation. But you've got a strong voice at MLS, uh, Anton. We'll, uh... Yeah, but I mean, for us as a player, it's, it's not a bad thing to get well, a, that's true. more assist. But, but, but Especially uh, if it's uh, if there's any sort of incentive clause in your contract on yeah. assist. But yeah, the... but, yeah. <laughs> but, but that's normally, in contracts, it's normally like just no, um, yeah, normal assist. The, the, you're yeah. the last player who passed the, the, the goal scorer. Exactly. So I think sometimes it pops up, this things from a uh, live score or whatever in, in Sweden, and you got a double assist, and people is just asking what, what is going on over there. So I think it's... It's about time to change that. And uh, Chris Penso is holding things up 
There's a VAR review. Yeah, they're looking at a potential handball. I think uh, the guy who headed the ball um, in front of uh, Alfredo Morales, yeah, he got it on the arm. So, yeah, it looked uh, suspicious at first. So maybe it's a penalty. Well, what's your uh, yeah, what's your assessment? You make the call. I think it was a penalty, to be honest. It hit, hit his arm. Uh, for me, that's a, that's a clear uh, penalty. Well, Penso is uh, gazing at the monitor, and it's a penalty. Tati picks up the ball. Yeah, I'm 100% sure he's gonna, he's gonna score. He's so confident from the spot right now. Angle to the left. He stands with uh, his left boot on the line, top of the area. So it's a, a pretty long run up for Tati Castellanos. Romo on his line. Castellanos approaches, stutter step, and he Penenka's. <laughs> Penenka, Tati Castellanos, goal number seven on the season. I knew he's gonna score by doing a panenka. It's uh, yeah, that tells tells us a lot how how well he's playing now and what a confidence he, he's having. Alexander Collins with the goal. It's his uh, second of the season, his eighth uh, overall in his career. The defender of the year for New York City in 2017. His sixth season with the club. Yeah, he's, and uh, he's, he's well, so, you've you've yeah. played so much with him. You're not next to him out there, but uh, no, nah, but he's it's so good. He, he's like a different player now compared to when I arrived to the club. He's so uh, experienced and he know when, when to go and when to stop. You know, and uh, how strong he is. It's like impossible to win a one v one duel against him. He, I've tried in training, but uh, he's one of a kind and he's a beast in the gym as well. So. Hopefully they're gonna go to the World Cup now, and he can show uh, show himself in on the big stage uh, because um, he's a he's a top top player, and uh, yeah, for for me the best player, uh, uh, yeah, except uh, Tati maybe last year, but uh, he's uh, he's definitely having a, a bright future as well. Yeah, I mean you have to use your body, so uh, and you know that the. the the first third of the, the the field is always easier to get uh, free kicks you know one time a referee told me that the first the defensive field it doesn't take that much to get a free kick and like in the the in the middle of the the field it's like 50 50 and then offensive uh, then then it's way harder <laughs> to get a field uh, a free kick so i mean uh, the referee is not gonna say that in public but uh, that's that's how it is and i think the calls uh, that we see would uh, reflect that Referee what do you think of, of Penso? You've uh, certainly played uh, in a number of games. He's one of the top referees in the league, I would say, because from from my end, it's it's important uh, that you can talk to referees. Uh, they're not always taking the right decision, but as long as you can talk to them and they can motivate uh, why they're taking a call and or why they don't take a call, then I'm fine with it, you know. But the worst kind of referees is when, when they just show a yellow card and then... Uh, they tell you to shut your mouth so 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 that that's the kind of worst referees uh, and unfortunately th there there is some but but i think that the referees is getting better and better in in uh, in this league and uh, the var system is is uh, working maybe the the best var system I in the world to be honest he he wasn't quite used to the the position what what is the uh, most difficulty in adjusting to something like that if you're normally playing in the midfield yeah like f for me i also also started as a center of the midfielder as a um, back, well you've got back, the qualities back, 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 back in the days you know but uh, when i was like 16 17 said that then i turned uh, into a right back and for me the the most important thing as a defender is to is to defend you know it is not to to go forward but uh, 
after a while you have to work on that as well but but as one of the defenders you you have to defend in a in a good way and communicate with with the, the center defenders the goalkeeper and then the and the winger, uh, of course, as well. But uh, so, so it's a, it's a completely different uh, position. But but if you're smart, like like he is, so that that then it's uh, no problem. But of course, it's take take a while to to adjust. That's where you look at the versatility of of the squad, Anton, and the depth. Uh, Alfredo Morales at times has uh, you know doesn't always see the field because Acevedo's playing so well. Yeah, yeah, but uh, Alfredo is uh, vital for, for, for us. He's such, such an experienced player uh, who knows. Uh, he's, he's smart. He knows when to go down and get, uh, get on a free kick easily as well. So um, he's uh, one of the main guys last year, and, and he's going to be that uh, this year as well. But uh, we, we have such a strong, uh, strong squad uh, this year. And, and we have the opportunity to sometimes see it. And I think part of it, Rob Vertugi, and I know uh, does a lot of the uh, uh, forming of the, of, the, of the set plays and is in training rehearsing them. But what I see, and, I, and Rob has said the same thing, you have to have a head coach that believes in it too and spends time on it. So do you think you spend more time on it than most of the teams that you've played on? Uh, yeah, we definitely spent some uh, more time uh, last year and this year. Uh, even with like my former coaches like Patrick uh, Vieira, then, then we had like something called set play game that would that we play uh, still today. Sometimes it's it's about then it's just free kicks, corners, throw-ins in, in different angles, uh, different positions, and uh, keeps everybody it, engaged. Yeah, and you have yeah. to adjust because uh, it can go fast, and uh, you can't uh, slow the game uh, down because then the other team's gonna take a free kick and score. So it's about uh, react as well. It's, it's not just defend uh, when the ball is down. You have to react straight away when it's a free kick because they can hit it hard. Amundsen right now is having a discussion with Rob Vertugian and he's being shown the notebook. Uh, you haven't subbed much in your career, but what is Rob Vertugian going over with with Amundsen as he comes in for Gloucester? It's the set pieces uh, where you're going to um, stay and uh, if you're going to sh- make some changes that uh, maybe uh, you are a better or worse header than someone else and then you have to move him to another position. So. Yeah, it's uh, you have to take responsibility when you get into the pitch. That uh, yeah, first of all you have to take care of your own positions, but then you have to talk uh, to the other guys uh, what to do and uh, if they're gonna change, especially defensively. Yeah, Keaton has improved his shot this year for sure. I've always been telling him he can't shoot, but uh, he proved me wrong <laughs> this year. <laughs> he. Uh well, he claimed working with Betty Belushi a lot after training, and that's what you have to do if you want to score goals, right? You have to be repetition, no? Yeah, of course. But uh, then it's one thing to do it on training and uh, one thing to do well, it on the, on the game. And it's showed, showed, uh, showed everyone the, that uh, this year you can do it on the game as well. And uh, Parks is uh, down in the penalty area, and by the looks of it, Alexander Collins with uh, the right leg up is uh, bending back the toe. So that's always a cramp, right? Yeah, that's the classic Chanoa moves otherwise he's uh, <laughs> so always doing that with uh, five minutes to go and uh, we're up uh, one or two so well Chanoa's only played about 20 minutes yeah, so but, uh, we might not I, see it this game I, I bet he's gonna do it either way you know <laughs> so we'll see the final two final three minutes is, is uh, he's just such an experienced player so he's always doing it and uh, yeah I'm, maybe I'm guilty to it as well 
Yeah, I think you do want a pro, but sometimes you might have to be a little bit more urgent. Yeah, but I think just this uh, sequence here, when, when they having the ball, but just have it in on their own half, would have been so much better to just let them have the ball sometimes, that we don't have to stress about them having the ball. You know, we we can let the opponent have the ball uh, as long as they don't create anything. You know, so last year and two years ago, it felt like we got stressed as soon as we're gonna get the ball, but. Over 90 minutes, you don't gotta have the ball all the time. Right. So sometimes you can just lay low and let them have the ball and uh, be, especially be tight in the middle, you know? Well, true to your words, everything is really side to side. DC United, they've probably strung together 20 passes now plus, but have not made any penetrating movement towards the goal. And now it's played back to Birnbaum. He's 15 yards deep in his own end. Chenault. Uh, signed a three-year contract extension with New York City this week. Anton Tinnerholm, 30 years old. What's your desire as a player? You want to stay? Yeah, that, that's uh, that's what I want to do, you know. And then uh, it's up to the club as well. Uh, we all know my, my contract expires after this season. And, uh, yeah, then I'm a, I'm a free agent. So uh, you never know in this business. Uh, but uh, if... Uh, if the club uh, really wants uh, wants me to uh, stay and, and show that, uh, then I'm gonna stay. So uh, hopefully I stay here for more years. Uh, but uh, yeah, you, you never know. Can you disclose whether there have been talks yet, or is there an understanding that won't happen until at the end of the year? No, nah, we we more gonna focus on me going back uh, from the rehab, and uh, that, then we'll see after that. Uh, but I think we both know where we have each other, uh, so. It, it, it's not a big big deal now. I, I don't want to have that kind of discussion right now. That uh, so it's more focused on getting back, and then then we have to take that uh, later. Well, a fun night for me sharing the commentary booth with the New York City FC fullback Anton Tenerholm, who is targeting late June, early July for his return to competition. Now you look at the schedule: June 29th, City is at FC Cincinnati. It just happens to also be the due date for the birth of Anton's second child, a baby girl who's going to have a big sister to look up to. The return of Anton Tinnerholm and a baby girl, a special emotional time ahead for Anton and his family. This is Glenn Crooks on Frame.